Welcome to Magic Proving Grounds, the only Magic the Gathering podcast that proves spending several hundred thousand dollars on cardboard still a better investment than visiting the Titanic. How's everybody doing today? I'm your host, moderator, formerly known as Dave. Uh, I have to change my name. We'll hit that here in a bit. But with me, we have Ben. I, I think we should hit it right now. No. Nah. What's your new name? Uh, okay, it's... Look, you're, you're making me do this now. It's really sad and pathetic. It's it's Roby. It's what I use for oh. my uh, magic screen names and stuff. Our name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what it is. I couldn't think of a better one, so it's kind of anticlimactic, but that's what it is. Well, Roby's I'm glad good. you have one because I was... Uh... I was just going to start calling you Little D until you picked one if you didn't have one this week. <laughs> oh, oh no. And that's Dave. The, that's the only Dave. Yep. Just Dave. Yeah, so what have you guys been doing this week? Why don't you go first, Dave? Okay. Uh, so I went to the Lord of the Rings pre-release. Had a lot of fun. The sets... Uh, I'm curious to see how it fits into the constructed sets, but it is it is very well designed for limited formats. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that for sure because the cards just play very well together. They're very clear and coherent themes, and um, you you can have a lot of fun in limited. Yeah, I I was I was looking through them, and yeah, I think I think that is an accurate assessment. They are very well limited design for sure. Other than that, like as far as constructed goes, definitely I would say commander. I'm you not guys sure. About it. A, we a should commander. <laughs> what is that? It's a it's a uh, multiplayer format where you get a hundred cards, and they they can't have multiple copies of the card. And then so you can have, only have uh, one swamp. Well, uh, basic <laughs> lands are excluded. <laughs> um, How many Nazgul can you lands. have? A nine because that breaks the uh, the the uh, overall rule. How many but, relentless rats can you have? I mean, there's a whole commander deck with it's like basically like fifty relentless rats, sixty relentless rats. It's not very good. But. I know what commander deck I would build if I was going to build one. <laughs> yeah, uh, the most annoying commander deck ever. Um. Anyways, so let's touch on um. First impressions on uh, Tales from Middle Earth here in a second. Anybody else been doing anything of note? Um. So, yeah, yeah. It was a big week, couple weeks for me. Uh, we had the the Lord of the Rings pre-release, which was pretty good. Uh, everybody seems pretty excited about the set. Um, less than I would say. I thought people are actually chasing that one ring. <laughs> I think people are pretty wise to the point zero 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 zero, however many zero three percent chance that you have to pull it, which is like a hundred times less likely than winning the lottery. So I think people like. Are, Why are, are you saying that? What have you not sold that many collector's boosters? Or are you? Um, that's part of it, but also like just people's uh, general like they want that but they seem more excited to get the actual lord of the ring cards than to get the one ring like the actual like mm -hmm. showcase cards and things like that out of the collector's boosters than just it's more like ah, if it's here i don't care i mean i'll, I'll care but like i'm not trying i'm just buying this so, for this so it's uh it seems to have been the exact opposite uh ration around here where i am uh really <laughs> Every single shop that got collector's boosters around here sold out in the first hour that they were open. I'll no, send it to me. I still have some. includes <laughs> Targets, Walmarts, um, <laughs> GameStop had a few. They said they sold out an hour after they opened. Uh, wow. Good yeah. Lord. Three That's... magic shops. People are theorizing oh. it'll be in the gift bundle that hasn't released yet, and it makes some sense. This is what the people are saying. They're saying, "Hey, so if it's it's bad for wizards if they sell if somebody finds the one ring on the first day, because then that's like three weeks worth of collector boosters between gift bundles, between the gift bundle that they wouldn't sell, right? Uh, or at yeah. like high volume. So if they put the, them in the gift bundles, and that's three weeks of like super high uh, volume sales." <laughs> 
the, so I'm like, actually, that makes a little bit of sense. It's a little, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't think the one, one ring is the only gamble in there either. Cause like the other serialized rings that there are far more of mm-hmm. are still yeah. selling for big money. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and just, just pulling a non-serialized, like one ring, that's not the one ring, you know, um, yeah. the, not the serialized, uh, rings that's still a good chunk of change uh, yeah, so i think when i looked at it the like one in nine thousand ring that's not serialized is still some for like three or four hundred yeah good that's but yeah the, uh people seem pretty hot on that orcish bowmasters too oh yeah uh, it's, it's that really card good. is pretty good uh and they're excited about it for commander they're already calling for the band hammer to be put on it and I'm like, I don't think it's that serious, guys. Like, just chill, chill, chill. So, yeah, we did the pre-release there, um, all the hype from that. And then we also, there was a new edition of Warhammer 40K that uh, dropped last Saturday, uh, which we do a big chunk of business on. So I have slept um, probably until yesterday. I, I probably had 16 hours of sleep since Tuesday. Uh and then I slept. <laughs> then that all ended. Um, getting ready, you know, building two thousand points of army in one night, and like all this other stuff was pretty hectic. And I did slept. you paint all that in one night? No, 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 no. There's no way. Uh, what is this? A Warhammer podcast? Well, I slept. I slept for like thirty hours yesterday. <laughs> I mean, so, you slept a little bit longer than just yesterday if it was 30 hours oh, there, yes bro. yes i did now, now we know ben just has to sleep for 30 hours in order for him to show up on time for the podcast yes that's that's accurate i woke up at 3 30 this morning like ah uh, i am re- re- refreshed <laughs> but yeah it was great yeah. great couple of weeks overall lots of fun lots of excitement so do, you, do you still have collector's boosters in your store? Yeah, come get them. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's a little bit of a drive for me, but it's still still spend yeah. less money than other places. Oh, we sell them for a pretty true. good price. Nice, but yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm I'm surprised to hear that it's a little different in that region because when I went to the pre-release, I I heard probably about five people be like, "Let me get a collector's booster," and they were like, "We don't have any." sold out like, oh, the hour, like right after we opened yeah and i also have no aspersions of ever getting any more in stock it, well until the one rings found and then they'll probably be trying to offload them because <laughs> for the second yeah. print of them you know what i mean yeah I, I i think the price um like the secondary market price might go down but I, I, I still, I don't think the demand is going to change that much when the one, like everyone acting like the only card in that thing that's that anyone's trying to get is the one of one ring. And I, I'm just not sure that that's true. It's not. <laughs> there has been but, crazy amount of cards going for a crazy amount of money. So, well, yeah, like, it also it also broke into mainstream news media, like um, like Forbes was Forbes Finance was covering it, and oh god, no. like all, all this other, yeah. So, yeah. I'm sure that's a lot of the hype. Yep. Wild. All right. So I guess we've wandered into... Other breaking news this week, too. Very important. Uh, Taco Bell is bringing back the volcano menu. What's Mm. the volcano menu? With the volcano sauce, like the one that's supposed to be really hot, but it's not like really hot. It's just kind of hot. Is this because the meme, the... Did they see the Forbes financial article and then all the people wanting to dump that meat ring into the volcano and they're like, we should bring back the volcano sauce. Be, be a good tie-in. Yeah. Get, uh, get Sean Aston out there to advertise it. It's not the only <laughs> ring that's going to be on fire after you eat. Oh, oh no. It, it's too bad they already got Paris Hilton to... Uh, to because uh, Sean Aston's kind of a missed opportunity. But no, you can call the Taco Bell hotline and hear some pre-recorded Paris Hilton messages. Uh, oh, man. Ruby, if you're interested. <laughs> yeah, but that was... That's hot. Oh, totally. I get it. <laughs> her, ca- it's, her catchphrase was, that's hot. That's that's why she's doing the thing, right? Because it's volcano sauce. Yeah. But even man. though the, the um, 
hotline is one eight four four. That's hot. Oh my! All right, hold on, hold on. We gotta do this. <laughs> no, 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 it's thts hot. One eight four. What is it? No, one eight four four. T H T S H O T. All right, here we go. Oh, we've officially spent more time on Parent Hilton than I would have loved to have spent no menu hot at all. Where you can get spicy advice. Never heard of Parent Hilton. Parent Hilton, expert on all things hot. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> Press one if you're just here for the volcano menu. Press two for advice on sleuthing from Paris. Press three if you want Paris to be your life coach. Press four to no. hear Paris's thoughts oh, on things. Press three. Press five for Paris to read the volcano menu. Press <laughs> Paris going to read the volcano menu. Unreleased single. Hot one out June thirtieth. Boy, she needs money. Zero to hear. All right, three. I've learned that your attitude toward life is kind of everything. Like basically, if you want a hot life, you have to get a hot volcano taco from Taco Bell. That's just math. Well, that was hot. Need more spice? Oh, okay, okay, that's enough. Can we yeah. can we stop? This is way more parasol than I've ever wanted. Life advice to live by right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh it's Lord. So bad. <clears throat> okay, so you've totally ruined the flow of the podcast when like uh yeah, you spend thirty minutes on what are we doing this week talking about tacos um in Paris Hilton. So I, I honestly thought when you guys invited me to this podcast that that was what I was supposed to do. Like I thought you were like, hey, you need to come be a distraction. Yes, but when you point out that that's what we told you to do, you ruined the illusion. You, no one ever told me to do that. I, that was just my assumption. Like I was never given instructions like, hey, come here and just, just distract. We know no, you that well, I, though. I just, yeah. Yeah, you're a good troll. They were like, hey, you know, you know a lot about magic. Why don't you come over here? And then I was like, I'm going to be a distraction. All right. So uh, we'll just run through what I've done. Played some sealed Tales of Middle Earth on um, the arena. How'd you do? Uh, well, uh, not well, actually. I only won like one or two games. Uh, I got mm. a pool. That, I mean, if you looked at it, you'd probably be like, you should have picked a different color combo, but I did uh, <laughs> red and white. And, um, did you get that Arwen card? No, I got the, uh, what is it, the Eomir card, uh, and then a couple of the uh, uh, Eowyn, the white one, and oh. then um, the Hobbit that makes, that gets plus one, gives plus one t- uh, counters when you make tokens. And then a bunch of sorceries that make human tokens and stuff. So how'd you do? Not good. I like I said, uh, like only won one or two games. The red and black seems to be really strong. There yeah. seem to be a lot of those running around. Uh, yep, uh, that's what, what I was, played at the pre-release. That's what, what the winner the, played at our pre-release too. Yeah, Both yeah exactly. Um, it like was same the guy run twice um, because of that. <laughs> it was the red and black. Orc card, yeah, the red and black orc card that uh, amasses, yeah, yep, yep, that seemed really strong. I seem to run into that constantly. Also, the guy that amasses and then you steal a creature is uh, backbreaking sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like March to the Black Gate or something. I forget what it's called. Yeah, I don't. All I know is that every time that card dropped, I was like, "Oh man, this is bullshit." <laughs> yeah, I I went into it thinking I wanted to play green, blue, and then I was opening my pack. My packs were all over the place. I got two Shires, a Minas Tirith, and um, a Gollum. Yeah, Gollum, and I was like, okay, maybe I'll go green, black, but then I got no other support for green, and so I was just like, awesome, three of my rares are just unplayable. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, so I have a, was it the ring, the black one that destroys all non-legendary creatures. I can't remember what it's called right now. Yep. Saga, and I was like, I and and the ball rock. I got the ball rock, so I was like, I guess I'm going red black. Yeah, nice. wish I had ended up in red black, but the, yeah. the shop I went to did some really cool things. I don't know if you guys can show those pictures or not. Mm. Oh, probably. Yeah, 
You should show those pictures. Those are really cool. Just talk about that because your your shop went all out. Are those uh, the people that run that shop huge Lord of the Rings fans? Because uh, yeah, a- the um, the judge slash uh, the guy who like runs the event also dressed up as Gandalf the Grey for the event. Nah, that's cool as hell, man. That's cool. Yeah, so they they built like a, an eye of Sauron as well as uh, like a wall that looks like the walls of a. But the tower, mm-hmm. and then uh, for each match that you won, you got to pull like a little Easter egg thing out of the tower. It, depending on what you got, or there was like a pen inside of it. Depending on what pen you got, uh, you got some different prizes. Uh, did you get to keep then, the pen too, or yeah. did you have to get back? Yeah, I got to keep the pen, and if you pulled the one ring pen, you also got a little replica one ring that you get to keep as well. That's so cool. And so, yeah, if you pulled the one ring, you got a collector's pack, and then you got entered in a raffle to win a collector's box, a set box, and a draft box. Oh, how'd that go? Did you win? We never got an update. Oh, no. So close. But I did get a collector's booster out of it. Um, and then also, if you pulled Samwise Game G, they gave you a potato. That's and, nice. I wouldn't even been mad. Potato. I would have been like, this is amazing. <laughs> it was, so I'm looking it was pretty funny. I have up on the screen here the uh, picture with the uh, displays that are look like the walls of Mordor or the the battlements, the black, the black gates black gate. of Mordor. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I also have here the uh, Sauron. Uh, You're cutting off his eyeball there, I dude. Know, you know. I know. I, I was using the same uh, thing that we did with the card, so it's like cropped. Oh, that had to take so much time to put together. Are those handmades or are those? Uh, those are handmade. You can tell when you see them. Like you're, oh wow, those look real nice. Those yeah. are cool. And then Someone here's who uh, makes a lot of Warhammer scenery. Made those, I'm guessing. I bet. Yeah, pretty nice. I bet the buttons. Super cool. Very cool. I really wish I had a cool shop that did cool things and actually ran events, but. Lowell, I do not. Big sads yeah, for but yeah, If you ever find yourself in Morgantown, West Virginia, be sure to check out Four Horsemen Gaming and Comics. Nice. For comics and gaming. You got it backwards. Either way. Plug another shop on my show. <laughs> Absolutely. Go see it. Go to them. I plug other shops in my shop. So. You, you I, know, I figured if we're going to show pictures of what they did, we should give them the plug. Absolutely, right? absolutely. Like, also, you have yet to plug your shop on this shop. You talk about it, but you've never even given it a name or where I, it I is. I think I've plugged your shop more than you have. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, yeah. Anyway, on to the next thing. On to the next thing. I want to talk about the ring, like the card, uh, mechanically. What do you guys think of it? Because there's been, ah, uh, that was one I think of it's the a good card. It's I a great before. card. Yeah, like it's a really good card. I thought I thought people were sleeping on it when they said it wasn't very good. I was like, no, this is gonna. It's only gonna fit in certain decks, but the decks it fits into are going to be exceptional because it's in there. Yeah, it's a great card. It is a pretty good performer for me in uh, in the sealed. I bet it's great in commander too. Yeah. Oh, I oh bet. yeah, command commander's gonna be nasty. It's gonna be. The uh, the thing that I I didn't get a chance to do this because I only got one in my pool. But the thing that people were doing that I find interesting was um, Legend rolling out the ring to get counters off of it, so that you could then uh, you put a second one into play and then eighty six the other one, mm-hmm. so that you don't have to deal with the counters uh, and right. loss of life. Man, I was in a situation where I was dying and I tried to destroy it, but with the um, it was the Two mana value white creature that dist- uh, sacrifice destroy target uh, artifact or enchantment, I think is what it was. Uh, mm-hmm. But you can only activate it as a sorcery. And I forgot to do it on my turn. And I went to do it at the end of the other dude's turn because at the beginning of my next turn, I was going to die with all the, the life it was going to take from me. I was so salty. I lost that game because I'm a doofus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a good card. I mean, even just its initial effect of getting protection from everything until the next turn is pretty good. Yeah, that became more relevant than I thought it would. Uh, honestly, I was just like, okay, uh, it'd be cooler if it had flash, but it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I was in a situation in uh, one of my matches where I needed to, it wasn't the one ring because I didn't get a one ring. I needed to sacrifice one of my creatures because it was dealing damage to me. 
And I went to hit it with something, and I realized as I was casting it and showing the opponent what card I was casting that it said opponent's creature. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> RTFC. I, I, uh, looking at the card that Ben has put up, I realized now that even if I had tried to activate that thing on my turn, it wouldn't have worked because the rings got indestructible. Dur. Yeah, unless you <laughs> put it in the mount. myself. Yeah. Yeah, unless you mount doomed it, but yeah, <laughs> I love the flavor. Still, pretty cool card, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah, I haven't seen card. any of the cards on Arena other than when I played Jumpstart just to see what Jumpstart felt like. But, ah, that's on my list of things to do. I didn't get around to doing it because I they uh like several updates ago they gave everybody a bunch of up uh, Jumpstart tokens and. Yeah, that's why I, I did it. I was like, I got these Jumpstart tokens. I want, an interesting... I want to play some Lord of the Rings cards on here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use my wild cards on them yet. So, yeah, yeah like so the easiest way to get the opportunity there. I hadn't done it yet. I had like one I was saving because I'd been um, just burning them here and there when I got bored. And I was like, I'm going to save this one. Check it out. I haven't got it yet. But very cool that they're in there. Uh, so any other things to say, first impression-wise, on Lord of the Rings? Tales from um, Middle Earth. Yeah. No, because I already talked about the Bowmasters. How many collector's packs did you guys buy? I haven't bought any. Here's I the thing. I, w- I wasn't going to complain about this because I didn't want to sound like a, a, a greedy little asshole. But so I went to the, the shop that's my local shop because Saturday was free RPG day. And the uh-huh. idea was that I was I would go there. I've never done free RPG day, so I didn't know how it worked. But you assumed you get a free RPG, right? It's in the name. But so I went there, and the idea was I was going to buy some magic cards to get a free RPG uh, adventure that uh, Paizo put out for Starfinder. Anyways, go there, and they're like, you got to buy like twenty dollars in RPG books to get the free RPG adventure. Wait, is that a Paizo thing or is that a them thing? Uh, it's a them thing because it's like free RPG day. Why well, I assume it's a them thing. That shop that shall not be named is nothing but profit, man. They they don't care about anything but profit. I don't know. how. Like I said, I don't know how it works. This is the first time I've done it. But like Paizo, 30 days after free RPG day, just puts the PDFs on the internet for free. You, you want to download them, which whatever. Uh, so at that point, I was a little salty because I was planning on buying some some magic cards to get my free RPG, and they were like twenty dollars. And I'm like, ah. the thing is, I like buy all my RPG books PDF because after a while, you have too many RPG books. Yeah, and they become so, unwielding. And searchable so PDFs did, are really good. <laughs> yes. I did not go to uh, to my stores, but when I asked them about it, uh, th- there was no charge to get. The, the free stuff, but you did have to play a demo or or join. They had like uh, games going all day, basically, and you had to um, play one of the games that they were playing throughout the day in order to get the freebie. See, that's awesome, and that's cool as hell, but that would then require my shop to actually hold games at their shop, which they don't. So, Yeah, and then you also got raffle tickets for each game that you played or each game demo that you played, and See, yeah. that's just cool. This is the uh, Four Horsemen shop that you were talking about earlier, or is this yep. a different one? Yeah. yeah. That's how you do it, folks. Um, take notes, Ben. Okay, so <laughs> we're done discussing first impressions. Uh, from what I gather, Orcish Bowmaster's good, but not so good it needs banned from Commander immediately as soon as it... it <laughs> yeah. People love to legal. throw the ban hammer around. They don't like people like drawing cards in Commander, and they don't want to have a down. Like, <laughs> look yeah. like, like Hole Breacher was banned because it prevented them from drawing cards, which Hole Breacher did need banned. But uh, yeah, they were mad because Grizzlebrand got banned. Uh, mm-hmm. They're they're just mad <laughs> about card draw. Um, yeah, I, I mean it's a one toughness creature. Can you not kill that in Commander? Is there right. like <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like uh, it's so easy to just oh, so your big draw card spell doesn't go off because they flashed in the bowmaster. Oh boy, uh, just kill it. So, somebody needs to I explain thought... to these people about bread. Yeah, <laughs> get this bread. Um, yeah. So that the one ring's good. Red and black seems to be the best collar combo in limited. 
Is that what we, de- what we decided? I would say, yeah. But it's not even like uh, it's not even like Orcus Bowmaster prevents them from drawing their cards. No, they just get pinged when they do. It's like the second card each turn. It's not even their normal card. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the first one they draw on each of their draw steps. So I guess if you draw a card on their turn, it's still you only need it's to draw just, one to trigger. It. Except the first one they draw on each of their draw steps. Yeah. yeah. Let's move on to my my thing that I've been working on all week. I've got some questions and some uh, tasks that we're going to uh, debate amongst ourselves and and try to accomplish. I was going to call this debate me, bro, but then you guys threw in making cards, so it's not really no the, the name okay. doesn't fit, but it's still cool. Look, I didn't throw in making cards. Well, I mean you. I guess I did, but it, you started it. Yeah, no, well, mine was supposed to be a challenge, though. Yeah, well, it's we're doing a challenge now. Uh, challenge mm-hmm. me, bro. How about that? Oh, there should be new precons coming soon, by the way, if we want to do a challenge. <gasps> oh, we should do that because they had the uh, midweek. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had the midweek mm-hmm. doing future precons, which I was going to do, but I didn't get a chance. Ugh, summer yeah, I did is it. really busy I didn't get through me. all of them. Like, I played about half of them. Hmm. Like what you saw? Yeah, they were pretty fun. Okay, cool. Construct Let, well for pre-cons. All right, so let's get on to our, our next little section where we discuss uh, magic theory, I guess, and we have uh, uh, little challenges to make cards a specific kind of way. First off, let's talk about Scry. Now there's the uh, the the concept of card advantage, and when you do something, it you get X amount of card advantage or whatever. Uh, let's talk about Scry X and what you guys think the number would have to be in order to equal exactly one card drawn. Um, uh, I, so this is a tough question because it's kind of situational. It's like two different. It's like apples and oranges, right? Like, yeah. Uh, Scry is great to figure out what card you want to draw next, but it's not drawing the card. So, hmm. Yeah, you could never actually draw a card off of Scry, but I would say it's more than two for sure. I mean, um, I still think it's kind of like there are situations where you probably have more scry than, than draw a card, but there are also situations where you need to find an answer and you need to draw a card. Scry mm-hmm. doesn't help you find an answer. Yeah, without the help of like another one could style, argue, like, right. In a situation where you need to find an answer, you could scry 20 and it wouldn't be worth it as much as draw one. Um, but like in a situation where you have the answers in your hand and you just want to Organize draw into your combo, right? Right, right. Valuable and drawn for. It's true. I was I was leaning four when I first heard this. See, that's what I was thinking because um, it's people have often said that one scry is worth one third of a card in you know theoretical card advantage, but you never draw a card, so it's never. Like you get three and then you draw a card. So it's get a little bit more. And I think uh, four or five is probably a good number. Uh, so just... opt is a one blue mana spell. Scry mm-hmm. one, draw a card. Mm-hmm. So w- drawing a card, is drawing a card equal to one mana? Is that the general consensus? But Scry is just good because it, ha- or uh, opt is good because it has Scry one. Like, so, okay, it's a cantrip, so it really doesn't do much. So it's like you're really paying for the scry on that card, right? Because otherwise you're just replacing your card. So you're paying sure. for the scry. Um, but, I mean, I know that it's different because, uh, you know, it's cast counts as a spell in your graveyard. Yeah, 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 yada. So is that a metric you have to consider? Like, most draw three cards is three mana sometimes. An old divination. I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think that's particularly relevant. the The mana value to this particular situation. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You're not even going to throw out a number, Dave. 
I'd say five. Five. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, you know, I think looking at five cards and getting because. You're, you talk about not being able to find answers, and while you can't draw it, you do draw at the beginning of every one of your turns. So if you can look at five cards at once and then set yourself up to draw the best one of those five at the beginning of your next turn, I think that that's probably worth it because five cards deep is a lot, and you're bound to find what you need in five cards. One would yeah, say... I, basically, um, you know... Uh, if it was a divining top, you get five cards deep. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's worth a draw. Okay, so we're gonna go with five. I'm okay, with so that. so is there a card? Is there a card that just says Scry Two? I don't know. Not that I'm aware of. Or it just has just ball. just Scry on it. I guess is what I'm asking because that's why I was like, I don't know if this is relevant. Um, uh, I don't think there's one that just scries. It's always connected to something else. That's what makes scry good. I, th- I feel like they've done at least one. Mm. This is going to be a long list. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing this on not. air. You can do I don't it. Know how to fi- uh, I wanted to filter this out, but I guess it's not. You really um, can't. All but anyway, right. The, the point being, I th- I think it's, I, I would say four, only only because... The reason, the rationale for four is that, like, if you understand you're never going to be able to draw a card, like, what is the, like, looking four deep and being able to bottom anything else you don't need, that's, that's pretty powerful. But if you're just talking about sheer power level, you know, I don't know, four? Four. So it's a four or five. That's what we've come to the conclusion. Yeah, at least four. At least four. Okay. If I it's think an we instant, can leave it. At- it has to be an instant. If it's not an instant, then... Oh, nah, okay. I mean, that wasn't in the thing, but that's fine. Only yeah, because just- you can hold up, like, counterspell and then just do it at the end of their turn. Yeah. Or, Otherwise, you know, replace it with a card that actually draws. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's move on to the next. We're going to go over this next one to set us up to to get in the mind of a person who makes cards to get us in the right mindset. And that is what is the worst magic card ever printed? The most do nothing card from the history of magic. I mean, it's anti cards, isn't it? Now that anties don't exist anymore. Mm, um, I, yeah. Like, I, I think you'd have to preface this, like this card, like even though it's banned everywhere. Obviously, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I failed to consider anti cards when I was thinking about this because uh, they are banned everywhere. And nobody plays with them. Yeah. But uh, okay, fine. <laughs> Obviously, the most do nothing cards are the ones that are banned everywhere. Um, but excluding yeah, those, the, those racist ones, <laughs> those are absolutely uh, the most worthless cards. Yeah. Okay. You you guys aren't playing along like I thought you would. No, yes. I get it. It's um, probably something from Homelands. Like, I mean, that was a bad uh, set, right? Honestly, it's probably just the entire Unglued set. F*** you, man. Unglued is amazing. I don't care who you are. Bite me. You know what it is? It's Black Aragorn. Man, you should say that with a little bit more sarcasm so people don't misunderstand. I, I did not realize that I did not say it with enough sarcasm. I felt like yeah. I put yeah, it, it, a, little, a little bit more would have been better. No, I'm just fucking with you, man. All right, so so on on the question of what the worst card is, so obviously you're taking into, you're looking at, like your first thought is like, there are a lot of vanilla creatures that are super over-costed in modern magic that probably fit this bill. Jen. Right? Or yes. Raw worm. Raw worm, the planeswalker. <laughs> but yes. I feel like I feel like there is a card that literally does nothing. Well, not literally, but it's basically oh, I, does. Perfect. You know what it? You know what it is? It's not banned. I figured it out. It's technically not banned, so it's not an anti card. It's not a racist card. It's mana barbs. Oh, 
Mantabarb says it's used, doesn't it? Am I thinking of no, it's used? Am I thinking of the wrong card? It's the one. Mantabarbs is, I think, untapped man. Mana deals you damage. That's not it. You're talking about the no. one since they eroded the, the, the yeah damage. the one that, uh, the one that is with uh, deals with mana burn. Uh, What's the name of that right. card? Now that mana burn doesn't exist anymore. Now that mana burn doesn't exist, it would have to be the most. Uh, let me find the name of it. In terms of cards that still do uh, the things that they're supposed to do, I feel like I remember Juju Bobble being pretty bad. Mm, what's that one do? Or Juju Bubble, Juju something, Juju Smith Schuster, Juju Bubble. Uh, so it is a one converted mana cost artifact. It has a cumulative upkeep of one. Whenever you play a card, bury Juju Bubble, and you can pay two colorless to gain one life. That's mm. pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Like, I don't know why you would ever play that card. Like, seriously. It is it is from Visions. Like, why would anybody... Uh... The only thing I can think of is that uh, if you're playing some sort of weird combo deck where you need artifacts to go to the graveyard, it's it's a one-mana artifact that will go to the graveyard when you play your next card. Mm. I can't think of my card that does the mana burn stuff. Uh, oh, well. Yeah, you Juju Bubble. I mean, there's some cards there that are like target card or creatures can block as though be blocked as though they didn't have that mountain walk and planes walk and that stuff. And those are pretty mm. bad cards uh, yeah. in today's world, you know. Or a morph creature bad. face up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Juju Bubble on its own, like it, it's not like set specific or of the time specific. It's just kind of just bad. <laughs> like that's it's a one it's a one mana card. I, <laughs> so okay, so march this out. If you play this on one man on, on turn one, uh-huh. like, you're you're gaining life on turn two, but you're not doing anything else. Not or are you even gaining the life on? I mean, no, you, no, you're you right because you have to cumulative upkeep it. <laughs> so yeah. like, I mean, I guess technically it would be in play. You could gain the life before the cumulative upkeep kicked in, but sure. But yeah, 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 that's pretty bad. I mean, two to gain one life is pretty bad on just anything, but on this card especially, like you can't play another card after it, or you have to sacrifice it. I just don't. I don't understand it at all. Wasn't there a card? I feel like there was a card that did. I don't remember. Like it was a graveyard hate card that did something that was really bad. I'm trying to find things, but yeah, ah, Juju Bubble is pretty bad. I'm trying to. I'm trying to up Juju Bubble. That, uh, Not going well. I take it. How about the one? How about the cards that like? Oh, you can't attack. They're like old cards. You can't attack unless they have island. Those are pretty bad. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, they, uh, sea Serpent, I believe it's one of them. Yeah, Sea Serpent. It's cool oh. for flavor purposes, but... Pirate Ship is another one. Oh, that's that's what it is. It's, it's, it's called Mudslide. It's from Odyssey. Here, let me see if I can get this up on the screen. Oh, Mud Hole. Mud Hole. Here we go. Target player removes all lands and land cards from his her graveyard from the game. Like I mean, you could use it to counter some crucial worlds nonsense, but like who's gonna sure. sideboard this just <laughs> right. for that? <laughs> there there's so much better cards, such as the zero casting Tormod's Crypt. Yeah. This thing costs three. It's like I I don't know. I, don't I seem know. to remember Kamal having a pretty bad burn spell. Oh, he did. The red Kamal. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, it's not really related to Kamal's Sledge. Let's see, it feels four damage to target creature for seven. Ugh. And it's a sorcery. Sorcery speed. And then if you have threshold, it's four damage to that creature and four damage to that creature's controller. Seven mana. Mmm. Boy, things got better, huh? Yeah. It's a very spendy spell. Yeah. 
This, this should have been the hallmark for modern all along. It's a set of dies to bolt. Dies to Kamal Sledge. <laughs> dies to Char. Char is a pretty bad card, too, right? Char probably belongs up there. Char. Which Char again? Char was three for an instant that does four damage to any target and two damage to you. Yeah. And it's a rare. Like, at least Kamal's Sledge is a common, and you kind of understand it. <laughs> this is a rare. Yeah, that's pretty bad. We've got uh, somebody in chat saying that uh, removing all lands from the game is nice when someone uh, has Crucible and a card like Evolving Wild yeah. and A-E-S-I. Is that a card? I don't know. Is that short for something? Yeah. Yeah, I think Tormod's Crypt's just a better card to do that with. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Uh, maybe you don't want like everything else, but I can't think of a, a scenario where you want them to keep their graveyard. It's beneficial that they have their graveyard and not the yeah. lands inside the graveyard. Yeah, I remember Char was weirdly worth money in Standard in Ravnica because there was some trouble for toughness creature that you needed to be able to kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and so that's the one thing that I always remember about Char is like this card is terrible, but there was a moment. It had a brief moment where it was a five dollar card. <laughs> and I don't know, I remember being like five dollars for for this. Fifteen minutes of fame, folks. It's a five dollar card. But yeah, Juju Bubble. Juju Bubble gets my vote for Yeah, Juju oh, Bubble's bad. Fun. The um the morph card you were talking about is break open. I found it funny. I can't find the one that I was thinking about. So target, we'll... target, turn target face down creature and opponent controls face up. <laughs> so, okay. So even if we're talking about the context of morph, right? Like in the, in the context of morph being viable, like during the onslaught block, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is still kind of a bad card. You're going to cho- turn their morph creature over for them. Like, can you think of a benefit of that? Or maybe if it's like um counter target spell, like if you know they're playing blue and you want them you you want to get rid of their counter spell, sure. But like so situational. What was it called again? Break open. Does those work yeah, on cards? I, I no. No. No, it's more free. More it's probably work for Fortel. No, because no, they're not would, creatures. You can't know that it's a creature. Yeah. It's the you yeah, it's not a creature. Fortel's not creature. Because Morph, Morph is, becomes a creature, a 2 2 yeah. creature. Fortel is just a card that's chilling. Mm, no, yeah. I just Morph up Morph. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that I could see that would be beneficial is if you're, you know, it's a 1 1 because you've used the, um, the artifact from, um, Tarkir's block that lets you look at face down creatures. And then you flip it up and you save yourself one damage or the counter spell thing you said. Where you're just preventing effects. Still pretty bad. But Juju Bobble. I also always like, I always uh, like to make decks bubble. around stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, remember, I don't know if Ben remembers this. I had a deck that was built around the uh, was it reality shift, which just let you change the color keyword in a card from mm-hmm. like red to green or whatever. Mm hmm. Um, and so it was all based around like using those to change like gloom to say that my, everyone's because gloom is uh, white spells cost three colors more, and then I would just change it to whatever color the opponent was playing. But like by itself, those color change cards are pretty bad too. Juju bubble is really bad though. <laughs> no, yeah, no, there's nothing worse. Reality shift was the wrong card. All right, some I there there there's I don't think this is worth it, but I'm gonna I I don't think it's worth worse, um because technically Ju, Juju Bubble is still like a playable card. It's not relying on um you know it's not relying on like you, we're not saying it's the worst because whatever it is is no longer viable. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but this this card is really bad. I was looking through Homelands, and I think I found the worst card in Home. But strangely enough, the best card in the Homelands expansion, Apocalypse Chime. 
It's a two-cost artifact. You pay two and tap it. Sacrifice Apocalypse Chime to bury all cards from the Homelands expansion. Yeah, <laughs> all the old sets have those. Um, but that's the, what the Silex, the Silex, Argarthian Silex did that. But but the reason it's so bad is because you're only burying bad cards. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm gonna pay money, to, uh, pay mana to bury cards that are worse than any <laughs> card I could possibly be playing. <laughs> Oh man, you're gonna bury cards that no one is playing, really. Yeah, alter reality. That was the name of the card. Change text ah. of target spell or permanent by replacing all instances of one color word with another. Oh yeah. right, right. Yep, I remember that one. Cool, that cool, was cool. Kind of fun, although not very good. Yeah, it, that is. So, so our top three would be what? What was that called? Uh, I mean, break open Juju Bubble. Yeah, I think uh, those are the top two that were. I, I think. I yeah, think Juju Bubble wins for sure. Kind of, uh, Apocalypse Chime too, because it still technically works uh, if you wanted to play it. <laughs> it's just, right. um, but Juju it's, Bubble wins. Right? Works too. Which, which yeah. you yeah. use it on? Yeah. Well, um, what I'm saying is that it's not like um, the cards that have been banned or the cards that don't work because the rules have changed. It still works. It's just uh, nobody you plays it more. No, yeah. Even during Morph, it was still bad card. Like, I was talking about Apocalypse Chime, fool. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's probably pretty good in Limited if you ever wanted to play Homelands Limited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Destroy all their cards. Guess we're done now. <laughs> all, all right. right but Juju Bubble from Visions takes it for sure. I, I, I think. Yep. Now that we're in our uh, card mindset, now that we know what the worst card is, let's try to make cards right. that aren't that bad. First card making challenge, uh, make the best burn spell that is not better than Lightning Bolt. Well, I mean, I already had my idea for this, but... All right, uh, let me say mine real quick. Yeah. Just because I just thought of it right now because of other cards we talked about. You make it like Char, but it's one mana, three damage to any target, and one damage to you. It's not better than Lightning Bolt. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. What was what was yours, uh, Dave? Uh, mine was um, one red mana uh, does two damage to any target if this target's a player or uh, what, what did I say? Player or battle, it does three damage instead. Oh. Mm. That's okay. awesome. I like that. That's actually really good. Um, I was going to do the the stupid uh, go the stupid bullshit route and go one mana. This does three damage to target creature, target player, or target planeswalker, and leave battles out. Technically, <laughs> to, to make it not better than lightning bolt. To make it not better than lightning bolt. Yeah. See. <laughs> But in practice, still just as good. Yeah. I think that's as close as you can get to being as good as Lightning Bolt without technically being good as Lightning Bolt. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so we got that one. How are we on time? How long have we been doing this? Uh, about an hour, almost. All right. Well, we can finish this up with uh, we're on the red kick today, and we're going to make ourselves a red counter spell that is playable but not broken. This this and, is I, I brought this to the table because of Tabalt's trickery. So the the Tabalt's trickery was banned because it was broken. Because you counter target spell, then you randomly choose one, two, or three, and then basically you uh, reveal cards until you get a. I basically you could do it on yourself, and you like basically you scry, and you stack your deck right, and then you you counter your own bullcrap spell to play the card on top without the uh playing the mana cost like big big mana spell and that's why tabalt's trickery is broken so there's another the only other counter red counter spell i think i can think of is like red elemental blast or whatever that counters the blue spell so i thought it'd be fun to just look at the actually making a counter spell that using the red logic with chaos and whatnot that's not tabalt's trickery okay any ideas Okay, I've got one. Or it's uh, it's Tybalt's trickery, but it says your opponent's spells. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that would probably work. Uh, target spell okay. your opponent controls. 
Mm-hmm. This is this is what I was thinking because I think this has a lot of flavor for red and also uh it's a counterspell counterspell ish ish. So it'll be a um I don't know the cost of it. We could talk about cost later, but this is what it does. Um it's modal and it says choose one deal target player one damage. If damage is dealt this way, counter target instant or sorcery spell or choose uh, deal one damage to target creature. If damage dealt this way, counter target creature spell, so on and so forth. Uh, and then I um, guess you could do battle, throw battle in there, counter target battle uh, so that you're, you've got a direct damage type uh, situation and then a counter spell that's kind of tacked on it. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It would probably have to be pretty expensive to give Red a counter spell like that, especially a modal one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if you just did counter target spell? Well, flip a coin. If it's heads, you counter the spell. If it's tails, you don't. I actually think that already exists. Oh, it does? Yeah. Well... I, I don't think it's target spell. I think there's an enchantment that um, a red enchantment that that does it for like every spell that's cast in the game. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, um, I, that would keep the red flavor in. But I was thinking more like, what if you just did like for every spell on the stack, you flip a coin. So that would be interesting. I'm not sure how playable that is though. Because the, the other thing is the card has to be playable, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how playable is that? Are people going to run that ever? No, at a 50-50 chance, probably not. Um, mm-hmm. See, why so here- trickery, a fair false trickery would work is because, like, you got to count, you, you're hard countering the spell, but you got to make, you know, oh no, like, maybe, maybe it's going to be bad. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you got to weigh, is this worth it? Is this the card I need to get rid of? Um, I was also thinking that you could do something like a Chaos War or something, where uh, you would counter the spell. It would still probably have to be expensive because it's red, but uh, counter an opponent's spell, and they can put a permanent card from their hand at random into play. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then it's it's playable in the way that you could wait until they didn't have cards in their hand, or oh um, right, right, right. You you can finagle. You put yourself in a situation where you don't really have to worry about it. Yeah, and it wouldn't break um, the collar pie in that way, you know, because right. that's why you have to you have to do something to keep collar pie good. You'd have to do something that was red like that that would do it. Hmm. Add some randomness to there. Huh. So would something like that cost four? Uh, that's what I was thinking was four. I like it. So you hard counter. They get to put a tournament into play from their hand. Mm-hmm. At random. Uh, at random. Okay. I was like, do they get to pick or is it random? So It would be random. random, yeah. Cool. I oh, like you gotta that. You got to play into that red chaos magic. Yep, I like that. I've got another suggestion. I'm just sitting here thinking while you guys are talking. Hear me out. So it's a uh, hard counter. Counters the spell, but it deals you damage equal to um, the mana value of the spell countered. That's also very red. And then minor, you know, you can't prevent this loss of life. Yeah. Damage can't be prevented. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think of that? How much do you think that should cost? Um, damage again? Equal to the converted mana cost, uh, the mana value of the spell you countered. Right. Yeah, so you're not stopping... Three? Uh, three? Yeah, I'd, I'd say two or three. I could live with two. I, well, obviously, I'd like two, but I think three is probably better. Um so I think you could do two if it's double red. Ah, okay. yes. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, do double red then. Uh, double red. And I, I don't know. I like it because it's going to be really hard to uh, counter like Eldrazi's and shit with the spell and not 
kill yourself in the process. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think we've got him. Uh, say so, your spell so we're again. Batman. Are we making Batman? I mean, we've gone an hour. Let's save Batman for uh, save Batman for later. I don't know. Batman would be pretty easy. Okay. We'll do, would be. we'll do Batman. All right. So my first question is, because of Robert Pattinson. Okay. Uh, we got to start with creature type. Is he a, is he a human or a vampire? Uh, he's a dark. He's a knight. No. Yeah. Think, think about Batman. He's a bunk. Yeah, but he's the Dark Knight. I don't care what's in his name. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a monk. I mean, all yeah, his training he, come he, from he a monk. Around, like, he up. His, his training yeah. came from a monk. He meditates. He won't use he weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a monk. Yeah, monk. How about he's monk? A vampire knight? monk. Vampire. Monk yeah. Why vampire? Because Robert Pattinson plays him. Oh, <laughs> is he sparkly too? All right, so he definitely has vigilance. Sure. No. 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 Yeah, okay. I'm okay with vigilance. I'm okay. Vigilance and probably flying, you think? Uh, let's give him reach because it's not quite flying. Mm. Okay. But it's not not flying. Last last he, I checked, there's a goblin who flies a glider in the flying thing, and I don't think he flies any more than Batman does. But I'm okay with reach. Um, we're missing the big question. What color is Batman? Black and white. I think that has to be the answer. Even though I don't, don't feel like anything about Batman actually fits into the black mythos. But he is the Dark Knight. Yeah, but like also he, I don't know, man. I'm just gonna agree. Uh, and, and and say for my own reasons that's true because I don't want to spend an hour bitching about capitalism on a magic podcast. But oh, yes, we'll go we'll go black and white on on him. Oh, I can well, agree with that. I, I don't what what what's capitalism have to do with Batman other than that he's rich. He's a rich asshole, man. Like, yeah, sure, right. he dresses up as a Batman and beats the shit out of people in the middle of the night, but also. You know, stop hoarding that wealth, man. Come on. So he's a black, white monk knight uh, with. I vigilance. guess wealth order is kind of very orthodox, though, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I, that's, All right. I I said I agreed. I wasn't saying I disagreed. I, said, I just wasn't going to explain why I agreed because it would take too long. And so, black, white, reach. Vigilance Monk Knight is where we're at so far. Four four. Four four? Why four four? Uh four four or three four. Okay. Why though? Well, because he's pretty Just, tough. And he's okay. pretty he's pretty tough and he's pretty powerful. Okay. Um I think that he should have a uh some kind of investigate mechanic. That's mm. what I was thinking too. Is he should he should make he can uh, benefit from clues. Mm. I mean, you can do something simple like uh, you know, he gets plus plus one plus one for each clue token. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense for Batman because he he investigates and then he makes a device that destroys the enemies mm-hmm. based on the thing he investigates. Right, so mm-hmm. he gets more powerful if he investigates. Mm-hmm. What what if this though? Because actually, he doesn't get more powerful when he investigates. He he weakens his enemies by finding their weakness. Right, if, you're right. When he comes into play, you give every uh, opponent's creature minus one minus one for each blue token in play. Ooh, and I like then that. Every time a creature dies this way, you get a blue token. And every creature gets an additional minus one, minus one. So it could be like Massacre Girl where it can like chain. Interesting. And it would be fitting for black. uh, That would be his black mechanic. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm worried that it's going to be really OP because Massacre Girl targets every creature, even your own, right? So that's kind of the... I mean, you can make Batman target your own creatures because in the comic books he makes contingencies against his allies. Actually, mm-hmm. you know, he has 
he has a Superman plan and a Wonder Woman plan. It would make sense for him to have plans against his creatures on his side, even. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so it'd be every creature but Batman. What yeah. if it's what if it's not not immediately? It's just every creature that blocks him gets that minus one. Hmm. It certainly brings his power level more in line, probably. Yeah, but it's also less cool. <laughs> I'm really into the coolness of the. He just pops down and and wipes the board. That's a. Uh, <laughs> Well, if okay, so other than that, maybe he just wipes the board once, like uh, Meat Hook. Yeah, ETB effect. Okay. Yeah, I like yeah. that. We, we um, just do Meat Hook and not Massacre Girl. It got to give a call back to uh, Batman v Superman, where he wipe, uh, clears the room of everybody. He could still make clue tokens whenever he kills something. He just doesn't need to re-trigger the minus one, minus one. Right? Yeah, because yep. then you're just and- drawing cards. And it it would be it would be in line with power too because you're gonna, it's gonna be hard to get that many clue tokens you know to really yeah. affect board state that much. But it would make sense why something that's indestructible because you know he killed Superman, uh, he could kill something indestructible too by minus one minus one not damage. All right. Yes. Okay. So what we have for Batman? What's his cost? Did we come up with that yet? Let's do mana no. value. What are we doing for costs? Uh, like, did we decide is power toughness four four or three four? I don't know. What's more fitting? I like. I, I mean, maybe maybe you make it like three three, and then when he attacks, he gets plus one minus one, and when he blocks, he gets minus one plus one. Backwards. I mean, sure. If you want to write a book. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it's like a Batman thing. That's like kind of a Batman thing, right? That's a cool Batman thing. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, because the plus one, minus one actually makes them kind of easier to kill, too, when you attack. I think uh, three, three, four is probably fine. Considering okay. that he's, you know, he's doing the, the, the board wipey thing, potentially. Yeah. Um, when he ETBs, can we give him a clue just so he can wipe the one yeah, ones yeah, off? Yeah, minus one, minus one, yeah. Create a, a clue token and then yeah, ETB create a clue token. Then each creature gets negative one, negative one for every clue token in play. Each other creature. Each other creature. Yes. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So what are we costing it? I like think five. at three. I think at three four you could actually get away with four. Do uh, I think at four four it has to be five. Mythic. I don't know. Rare might be all right. Not if it costs four. It's a mythic. Okay, fine. I think, but what are you? Are we doing uh, double black, double white, black, white, and red all over now? Uh, I think you could do rare and then do double white, double black, double black, one white, one colorless. At mythic or at rare? <clears throat> at rare. So his whole his whole thing would leave when he enters the battlefield. Uh, make a clue token. Or investigate. Yeah. When he enters the battlefield, yeah. investigate. Mm-hmm. Um, then each creature opponent controls get minus one, minus one? No. Each other creature, so it targets your creatures as well. Okay. Just not Batman. For each clue token, you control. Yes. Then he has vigilance and a 3-4, and that's all? Uh, reach. Reach. Right, right, right. Yeah, that seems fine. Not broken. Four. For one generic, one white, two black? Um, yeah, okay. Wait, let's make another... So, hold on. One second. Is it until end of turn, or is it minus one, minus one? Well, it's... Um, yeah, until end of turn. Oh, right. Yeah, it would be. Uh, right, okay. It's four mana. Black, black, white, white. No, we're doing one generic, one white, two black. Okay. Sounds good to me. That sounds like Batman. I'm very pleased with this Batman. I, I would love to figure out something with equipment, but it's too much text. You know, he yeah. just, he like, oh, okay, yeah. If he's flying, he you equip a, a battery to him. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's the thing. You just make like the, the, the bat wing, the bat plane, and then it gives you special 
If this is equipped uh, to Batman. Yeah, special, uh, special if abilities. Batman if the, yeah, if Batman yeah. crews the, the Batwing. Yeah. And then, you know, equipment, if Batman, if Batman is equipped or you uh, lower the equipment cost of Batarang if it's equipped to Batman. That kind of if thing. You go, if you go that route and you have a whole series of cards, you have to make Batman a 2-2. Uh, and then he just gets better the more shit you put on him. But anyway, yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. So do you still hate custom cards, Dave, or have we yes. won you over? Not yet. <laughs> How many episodes of this do we have to do to win you over? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> All right. So we're going to wrap this up. Uh, tell everybody where they can find us, Ben. You can find us on uh, Twitter at MPG Pod. You can find me on my personal Twitter at Be Nice MPG. Where can they find you, Roby? I didn't change your oh. name. I know everybody thinks I'm Dave when I'm not. Um, they can find me probably not going to drop a link yet because I'm fixing to change my social media stuff to fit my new name. But uh, find me in the future. <laughs> the distant future. The next podcast future. Uh, well, and I have uh, social media credentials for everybody. Well, names. It'll definitely be Roby something. We'll figure it out. Excellent. Play that outro music. Also, the B in, in Roby is supposed to be capitalized. That's how I roll. Oh, Fine. okay. You're right. Um, oh, yeah. And also, send us your uh, favorite um, counterspell. If you have suggestions on what we uh, made today, send it yeah. to us at podcast at magicprovengrounds.com. And T- tell us what your worst card is. That too. Yeah, the worst card ever printed. What's up? You didn't see, you want to come be part of my uh, team at the Cincinnati SCG Con? Uh, I'll give you your pick of uh, modern pioneer, our legacy. Yeah, I don't think I have any of those. So. Oh, I was just going to borrow them from Ben. Huh. Yeah, you'll, you'll have to swing by Ben's and pick them up. Okay, wow. It's right on the way. <laughs> You're like, well, now I know why I was invited. Yeah, I see you get it now. The escort mission. <laughs> you just want to build a legacy sticker deck to annoy people. It's exactly what I'm going to do. That's my plan. It's going to be all stickers, and I'm going to get, I'm going to skunk out a couple wins in the uh, legacy bracket with the rage the, quit with rage quits for stickers. 